Have you caught my free masterclass, Write Your Novel or Memoir in Three Months Without Killing or Embarrassing Yourself? Because you can watch it right now by going to maryadkinswriter.com forward slash masterclass. It takes an hour and you will love it. I promise. maryadkinswriter.com forward slash masterclass. I hope you love it. Now let's dive into this episode. Welcome to the First Draft Club, a podcast to help you write your book with joy, clarity, and maybe a few coffee stains. If you're working on a novel or a memoir, whether you haven't written creatively since seventh grade English or you have an MFA in creative writing, this podcast is for you. I'm here to help you fight through resistance and finish your draft. Here's a true story. When I started at Yale Law School as a student when I was 25, I was certain that I was the dumbest person there. And I use that word because that's how I thought of it at the time. I am the dumbest person here. This certainty ran so deep that when a group of students went out to dinner together one of the first nights of school, and I, I went with them, and someone who had just met asked me how big the city I grew up in was. I was too embarrassed to tell him that I didn't know <laughs> because I thought it revealed something about how dumb I was. And so I just said, medium, not even medium sized. <laughs> I just said, medium at the table. <laughs> the first time I was cold called in class and in a law class, I couldn't speak. I froze. I was completely silent. I froze. And I just stared at the professor, surrounded by about 100 students in the class, stared at the professor in complete silence until he just moved on to someone else out of awkwardness. This was the only time I ever knew of this happening in all of law school. <laughs> My anxiety about being, you know, th this, this fraud waiting to be found out was so great that I started skipping class. And I knew this wasn't sustainable if I wanted to graduate from law school, but I also didn't know how else to handle my overwhelming anxiety. I'm gonna stop this story for now because the reason I'm telling you this story and, and in segments, like I'm going to, is to illustrate a, a point. In every story, there is a problem. And the problem may not be apparent on page one, but it becomes apparent pretty early on. By the end of the first third of the story, it should be quite apparent. So apparent, in fact, that your main character needs to do something about it. It can no longer be ignored. This is the simplest definition of Act One there is a problem. There's a problem that can no longer be ignored. In the story I've just begun to tell you, I've introduced a problem, my insecurity. Now I'm going to keep telling you the story. So I'm at law school and I'm truly convinced that I don't belong there. When my friends and family check in to see how school is going, I tell them very assuredly that I am not smart enough to be there that I cannot keep up and that I am going to fail. And so I just want to prepare everyone for that to happen. 
My mom ends up staging an intervention and making my aunt, who is a lawyer, call me to tell me all of her own law school horror stories from back in the day. And it it makes me feel a little better, but it doesn't make me feel any more capable of handling the situation. I start to wonder if I should get a tutor, but I don't even know if there are tutors for law school. It's nothing I've ever heard of. And the fact that I don't know anyone else who seems to need something like that in itself makes me feel sort of humiliated. Now we're going to pause again because I want you to notice what's happening. The problem kind of feels like it's getting worse, right? I'm piling on. I'm adding information to let you know how bad it is. I'm pulling us down into the dumps together. But a first act doesn't have to proceed this way. You don't have to gradually create a problem and pile on. In fact, you can set up a world where everything seems to be going pretty okay at first, which I think ironically is one of the most ominous ways to begin because we as the readers know that it can't possibly last. You know, it's like, oh no, things are going well. It's but it's the beginning of the it's the the beginning of the story, so I know things are going to take a turn soon and I'm bracing myself just waiting for it. A classic example is the novel Little Women. Things are proceeding quite well. It's this we get to know this family and they're quaint and charming and they have their they have their, you know, things they're dealing with, but nothing dire until they get the news near the end of act 1 that the father is sick and in the hospital. And and that's really bam, suddenly a, a wrench is thrown into their happiness. To offer you a couple more contemporary examples of problems that can arise in an act 1, I want to talk about Little Fires Everywhere by Celeste Ding. And in that fantastic novel, the problem in the first act is that a baby has disappeared. The rest of act one is is building the world around that, you know, that one kind of event, major event. But um, and and there's a lot that she does in in that novel to create a really rich world. But but that's a problem. The the baby, the baby of um of uh, a co-worker of one of the protagonists is is missing. In The Vanishing Half by Britt Bennett, there's also a disappearance. A, a sister has disappeared, the twin sister of the point of view character, one of the point of, points of view characters at the beginning is missing and has been missing for a while. She is gone. And and the rest of that act one is also building the world around this missing person, around this disappearance. In Palm Beach, my novel that's coming out in August 2021, the problem in Act 1 is that the protagonist's husband gets a job working for a man who she thinks is evil. And the question is, what is this going to do to their marriage? So in sum, another way to think of Act 1 is a simple, you know I love simple, three-step process. First, create a world. Second, name a problem within that world. And three, aggravate that problem. That's it. You're creating a world, you're naming a problem within that world, and you're aggravating that problem. That is your act one. Next week, I'll continue my law school story as we dive into a discussion of act two, the hardest act, in my opinion, to nail. So look forward to next week. Happy writing. Thanks for listening to the First Draft Club. Subscribe and leave a review and I will adore you forever. 
And if you want to submit your own questions and attend these sessions live, you can join our community of authors by going to maryadkinswriter.com. That's Adkins with a D, like donut. And if you want to attend my free masterclass on how to finish your book in five simple steps, just go to maryadkinswriter.com slash masterclass. That's maryadkinswriter.com slash masterclass, and you can watch it instantly. Happy writing. See you next week.